This is your captain speaking. <laughs> Welcome aboard. There's a plane going over, just to let you know. Welcome aboard to flight number seven. Don't know exactly where it's going or exactly what that will be, but we know that it's going to be different. It's going to be better as we celebrate. <laughs> Your destination, I pray, and for me too, has changed where you're heading to in life. I'm the pilot. I am the captain. I own the plane. I own the planet. I own the universe. It's great to have you here today as we take flight. There will be turbulence. There'll be thunder and lightning storms. And there will be smooth, and there will be calm. Please fasten your seatbelts now. Can everybody fasten your seatbelt? Fasten your seatbelt, and make sure your children have fastened their seatbelts. They all fastened in, okay? And children, make sure your parents have fastened their seatbelts. I've never had a mishap flying. I never will have a mishap. Flying. Again, it's great to have you here today, and I will get you there safely. I will get you there safely. So sit back, relax, and trust in me. Not in you, but in me. Trust in me. Welcome aboard flight number seven all the way to heaven, because seven means heaven in our Bible. Three stories in honor of the Trinity about where we're flying to today. This happened in the late 90s. It was August, probably 98 or 99, and I was aboard a flight from Portland, Oregon to San Diego, California. It's a beautiful day in Portland, sunny, which is, you know, more rare than it is common, so it was great. We're flying over the beautiful city of roses, and I'm sitting by the window looking out over this and thinking, life is good. Life is blessed. I'm thankful and grateful that my mom and dad chose to have me and that I get to participate in life. So I'm sitting there by the window, and I'm looking down over the beautiful city of Portland, Oregon. The captain gets on and makes the announcement on the intercom. Father John, it is 1027 and you are loved. I'm like, that's awesome. It's 1027 AM on this August, beautiful, sunny August morning and I'm loved. Loved by the God of the universe. And not only is it for me, but it's for that captain who made the announcement, and it's for everybody on the plane, 
and it's for everybody in Portland, Oregon, and it's every, for everybody in the state of Oregon, and everybody in the United States of America, and everybody on the North American continent, and everybody on all seven continents all the time, that you're big enough. And it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that we come to know that love. And that's why we come here, because the power of the Holy Spirit is going to change us. It's going to change the gifts of bread and wine into the body and blood so that we can have this love in our very bodies. It was so awesome to think about all this. We read in our gospel today, the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Their lost friend, I was lost and over, became present. And he just didn't become present out of anywhere. He became present for those disciples and for us through the night of death. He had defeated death. And he says, I'm here. And I'm here for you. And get on board. On board this flight. And that flight. And he said, I'm not only your friend, I'm your Lord. I'm the Lord. I'm the Lord of the captain. I'm the Lord of the plane. I'm the Lord of the planet. I'm the Lord of the universe. And what do I want to do for you? And you cannot even begin to imagine the flight that I want to take you on. But it's for you. He speaks to us, and he says, with the assurance of the almighty, ever-living, all-powerful God, I've got you. I know you. I see you. I hear you. Let me feed you. Let me get you on my flight. All I want to do is that for you. I want to give you new life and set you free. God told Moses, go and set my people free. I will be your guide, just always follow me. Moses led the people through the parted Red Sea. They sang, they danced, they had a jubilee. Amen? That's what we're created for, and this is the flight that God wants us to get on. And I, I fear that so many Catholics and Christians have no idea. They're NCAA candidates about this, no clue at all. But that's what we're here to do today, right? Is to open up our hearts and get on this flight that's going to be different, that's going to be better, that's going to be a different des destination that you can't even begin to talk about because it's so great. And that's how great our God is. And he's saying, I got you. I'm your captain. I'm your pilot. I own all this. I've taken care of all this. Just get on board. May... This last May 2022, I had to go to Indiana uh, for some ministry, and I, I was uh, on the flight. I arrived at the airport, San Diego, and uh, the gate agent said, hi, Father John, you are loved. <laughs> I go, all right, that's awesome. So she said, you know, when they start onboarding, you just come up here. I'll get you on. She tried to get me on first class, but it didn't work, but that's okay. I was still second class citizen, right? <laughs> so I get on board. And I get on early because it's all about who you know. It's all about who you know. Do we know the captain? Do we know the owner of the plane and the planet and the universe? So I get on there, meet one of the stewardess, happens to be Catholic. Oh, Father, can I get you a drink? And I said, that might be all right. I like Mr. Bailey in the coffee. Could you put a little Mr. Bailey in the coffee? You got it. All right. So Mr. Bailey in coffee was served up. It's all who you know. <laughs> and then she told me about another 
of her fellow workers that was serving on the plane, and she said, hey, she's got breast cancer. Could you pray with her? So up I go to the front and uh, near the cockpit, and we're praying for her in the middle of the plane flight because we're to take care of each other. So that's your second story about planes and plane flights that uh, God was kind of giving me a little wink and saying, I love you. I'm going to serve you up a little coffee and Mr. Bailey's. And I want you to use that to, well, you know, what I give you to bless other people and to bring my healing to them. Third one was, um, this happened around 2000, the year 2000. My good friend, Father Bob, he had, uh, had the funeral of this fellow, and this fellow's wife said to him, hey, I want to send you and a friend first class anywhere you want to go in the world. I'm like, good. It was a good time to be Father Bob's friend. <laughs> so he called me and said, you want to do this? So we decided to go to Hawaii, had a great, I don't know, 12, 14 days in Hawaii. We were back, ready to fly out of Honolulu, Hawaii, and we were in first class. So I made it in first class finally. It was awesome. First time I've ever done that. And we're sitting in first class, and they're washing our feet and doing our nails. And, <laughs> maybe giving us an adult beverage for free and all this. And I'm like, yeah, this first glass is pretty good. And so we're sitting there, and this couple, they're in like their 50s. They walk on the flight, and when you're a priest, a lot of people meet you, but you don't meet everybody. So this couple's walking in, and they look at me, and I know the look. They know me. So they look in. The husband's first, and the wife's, uh, I think, right behind him. So they look, and then they look away, and then the husband keeps going straight, and the wife looks back at me, and she goes, what time is it? <laughs> That's what it's all about, right? Kiss. Keep it simple, silly. God just wants us to open our hearts to his love. And I was loved again on that flight, and I knew that, and I knew that was for everybody all the time. And I knew so many people hadn't accepted that into their hearts. They had no idea about it. And I knew that that was my job, and that was your job, and that's our job, and that's the Holy Spirit's job working through us to get to everybody all the time so that they can experience this love, that he's the Lord, that he's the Lord of the plane. He's the Lord of the captain. He's the Lord of the planet. He's the Lord of the universe, and he wants to fill us with his love. So I thought about first class. I thought about first-class food. I thought about the Eucharist, where he gives us his body and blood, because he's that serious about his love for us. Do you have that? Do you know that? Is that your everything? Is that, as we read about in the sequence today, the soul's most welcome guest. What is your soul's most welcome guest? Because he's got a flight that's much different for you, much better. And the destination truly is out of this world beyond words that we could ever begin to articulate. So I thought about that food. That you, you would do this for me, Jesus? And if it was only me, you would have came from heaven to earth to do this for me. What wondrous love. What amazing love. And then I thought about service. Jesus just didn't talk about serving. 
He gave his life for it. So that you could have your sins forgiven. And that you could live forever. Talk about first class. The beautiful thing about Jesus is he doesn't charge for first class. If you don't have enough money, everybody's invited up front to get on first and to get that royal treatment, to have him serve you with all his might, all the might that created this universe, and that he would set you free and make you a new creation. And you won't just be going bumbling through life or just grinding out another day, but it would be a joyful, loving, peaceful way of living, just saying, yes, I receive you. I want a different flight. I want a better flight. I want a new flight. And that's the constant offer of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us the power to know God's love and to live God's life. And that's Pentecost. So we can talk about this all day long and how great it is, but I encourage you in a minute to risk for it, and I encourage you to risk tomorrow for it and the next day for it. I encourage you to remember that we don't graduate from God. We're going to God. So I encourage him as much as possible to know him closest as possible before we will come before him. And he'll ask us, do you know me? Do you know how good I am and how much love I have for you? And we don't want to be out in the cold for that. And, and parents, you don't want your children to have any questions about that, any confusion. And that's why we come here to the Mass. And that's why we come to church. Because the world, as you see, is just tearing up our people and especially our children. And that's not God's plan. And that's not God's flight. There's different flights. So what I'm going to do now the Holy Spirit is uh, so seldom left out of our church parlance or talking about the Holy Spirit or knowing the Holy Spirit, but I'm going to, in a second here, give you a chance to open your heart to the Holy Spirit. And then here comes where the 15 doves come into play. Once we've done that by the Holy Spirit in our hearts and lives, then we're going to let the doves fly away in freedom. To a, a new flight, a different flight, and we're just going to let God's Holy Spirit into our lives to do that for us, to set us in flight, new, different, better, and we'll come into a perception of the destination like we've never come before, how good it is. We'll never be able to articulate it, we'll never be able to be close to defining it, but we'll just get caught up in it. So I did not know God in my life until I invited the Holy Spirit into my heart. I was a good Catholic, went to church every Sunday, but it meant nothing. Everything, in a sense, meant nothing. But when we have the Holy Spirit in our lives, everything will mean everything. And it will be directed at the one who is the captain who owns the plane and the planet and the universe to invite us in. And what class does he have for us? First class. Brothers and sisters, what are you riding right now? Third class, fifth class, first class? We want to be inundated with first class, the Holy Spirit of God, that will change the bread and wine into the body and blood. And if we can change the bread and wine into the body and blood of Jesus, it can change you and me. And that's my prayer.
that you would be open to that change. Maybe church isn't a big deal to you or the Eucharist is not. Holy Spirit will change you on that. You'll want to run to it. you run over mountains, through buildings, into the fire for it. That's our faith. If we don't believe in the power of the Eucharist, what class are we at? So what we're going to do, we're going to pray. So I want you not to look around right now, but I want you to look in, and I want you to ask yourself, uh, am I willing to stand and to pray and to humble myself and to say, uh, I, need, I need you, God. I need better. I need different. I need to get on a different plane. I need to get on a different flight because I'm not there. I'm not satisfied. I'm restless. So just in a moment, I invite you, just think and pray about that right now. But if you want to experience the power of the Holy Spirit, this Holy Spirit that we're talking about, this Holy Spirit that comes to the whole church, this Holy Spirit that is the most welcome guest of the soul, you couldn't find a better lover than the Holy Spirit. I know you. I know your marriages. I've got a lot of marriages coming up with you in the congregation. And, but you can't find a, a better lover than the Holy Spirit, and that will be the basis of all your love and your family. If you want that, again, don't look around. This is your personal decision. I want you to just stand up right now and repeat this prayer after me if you want the Holy Spirit. And you can just repeat after me. And we trust Holy Spirit. We love you. We know that you are here and we need you. So please repeat after me, Holy Spirit, fill me with your love, with your peace. Help me to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are real. Forgive my sin. Help me to love you. Help me to love God. Set my heart on fire. Make me a new creation. Help me take flight with you. Holy Spirit, fill me with the fire of divine love. Change my life. Let me see, feel, hear, and taste who you are. I want to live with you. I want to live with the Father. I want to live with Jesus. And I want to bring everyone I meet to you, to the joy that you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Help me to be faithful to you all the days of my life. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And now we're going to release the doves, just like you have been released in the power of the Holy Spirit. Have the best flight to you and for the praise of God. Amen.